This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Well, welcome back to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast, helping take your leadership to the next level. It's my pleasure to be joined, as always, by Dr. Richard Blackaby. Good to see you, Sam. You've it's, been it's uh, kind to... of in seclusion here of late, have you not? Yeah, we've we've uh, we've had a bit of a quarantine at uh, <laughs> at our household, and uh, yeah, we we my whole family got COVID, and yeah. uh, kind so... of an unusual way too. You and Carrie are pretty pretty good about being safe and yeah. careful. Yeah, our our what we think has happened was my mom had gotten it and and as you know she keeps Claire our uh, almost 2-year-old and uh but she she'd gotten sick and she got two negative tests so yeah. she said okay well I think everything's fine. You thought it was maybe bronchitis or something yeah, else. Yeah, something else, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then Claire got sick. And then Carrie got sick, and then I got sick, and they were all tracking. I mean, just one right after another. And I said, "Well, let me just go, and I'll just get tested, you know, just to rule that out." Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, it didn't uh, rule it, it out. It, it ruled it in. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and by that time, my wife had been watching that your precious little daughter as well. Yeah, and so that. And so my know. wife got it tested positive as well. So yeah, so we just we really believe in sharing and uh (laughs) can't say never gave us anything (laughs) exactly (laughs) don't be ungrateful uh but you know it's it spending uh two you know almost two weeks um quarantined with a with a toddler and uh no relief and and you know at one point uh carrie was just about bedridden um for at least a at least Mm -hmm. a day you know just a just a brutal Experience and you guys are healthy, yeah. young young adults. So I mean, you run, you're in good shape, uh, eat well. So I mean, that you, it slammed you. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can probably still even tell in my voice a little bit. It's, you know, it's I'm still got a little bit of a runny nose, but um, yeah, it it, it was uh, it was not a fun time. Mm. You know, we were hoping now oh, we'll just kick it and then we'll have, you know. 10 days or so at home to just kind of yeah get up ca- catch up on some yeah, house repairs house projects yeah. and uh, but no it was yeah it was a lot yeah. uh, a lot rougher than we well, were anticipating you know and i think uh what kind of caught us by surprise is that we've been very safe and and careful uh and this covid has gone on as uh, our listeners know it just seems uh it just keeps on going and yeah. uh and I think for a lot of folks, just the fact, I think there's a weariness. Uh, everybody Definitely. can handle a pandemic for a month or two, but... Uh, well, you know, I, you know, it was, you know, two weeks and stop the, or slow the spread or flatten the curve, you yeah. know, a year ago. Yeah. And so... It, you know, I had uh, speaking trips canceled last May because of COVID and now, and they were rescheduled for this coming May and now they're uncertain whether to not cancel it again um a a year later yeah um and so enough of that just kind of just wears a guy out yeah so i i I certainly and you know i i won't get too far into it but i think even a lot of the politics and the division and angst and anger yeah uh there's lots of reasons for it obviously but um some of that i think is just people are worn out they just emotionally don't have uh, the bandwidth to handle more bad news, uh, more yeah. negative things taking place, and uh, which kind of leads in just to our our topic uh, this yeah. week is uh, you know what what do you do especially if you're in a leadership role 
how do you keep a positive attitude? How do you prevent yourself from just going down with the ship and emotionally uh, just being exhausted and frayed and uh, discouraged? You know, leaders don't necessarily have the uh, just the luxury of giving up and quitting and yeah. uh, and it, it just seems like sometimes life will come at you wave upon wave uh, just one after another slamming you and so I you know I, I mentioned uh, my wife tested positive about uh, a little over a week ago uh, eight or nine days ago and uh, uh, and so I've been sharing a house with her for the last uh, uh, time period knowing that she's positive with COVID and uh, and I'm not and uh, and I had I've got a, a I think I've shared before we live in a house here in Atlanta but I've never been able to sell my house I had in Greenville South Carolina so I've been renting it out and trying to sell it. Uh, it's, it's costing me money. Um, and uh, the same week, uh, both houses uh, develop leaks in the roof. And uh, <laughs> and so I've got both, you know, I've got all these repairs. I've got a wife with COVID. I've got canceled trips that I was expecting to do. Uh, and uh, so many different issues that there's times you just have to kind of pull up the reins and say, Lord, uh, as a leader, just help me to get some perspective here. I just feel a little overwhelmed. I almost, I don't want to check my emails to find out what has broken down now, what yeah. unexpected expense I'm going to have to face now, uh, who's just developed COVID or who's, who's died from COVID yeah. or something else. Uh, yeah. And, I have uh, a, a, um, you know, uh, a professor of mine uh, died of COVID, you know, uh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. And, you know, I think if, uh, whether it's happened to you personally or not, I, you can easily look around today and there are lots of reasons to spiral down yeah. into the depths of despair, yeah. as Anne Shirley would say. Yeah. Um, and so how do you, uh, what are some, perhaps some tactics, some strategies, um, because you know, there's there's plenty to to despair about. There's plenty to mm. be upset about. There's plenty, yeah. whether personally or just as a country, as the world, as the church. Um, there's so many things that if you focus on those things, you, you know, for good reason, you you would be upset. Yeah, you and, know, I I've got a friend uh, that I've ministered with a number of times. His brother and sister both died of COVID, and. Uh, one after the other, and uh, when you when you see that, uh, it just emotionally just wears you down. When you're just trying to even on Facebook, just encourage friends that are their their dad is fighting for their his life right now, and uh, uh, you and you're trying to just be an encouragement to so many. It seems that are carrying a load, and uh, so I, I thought it would be good just to maybe share a couple of things that uh, I found at least helpful, I might perhaps would be helpful to you as well. Uh, and so let me just list a couple of things. Uh, and again, this is not trying to be some trite, sim simplistic uh, yeah. uh, list of here, do this and everything will be fine. But there's certainly, you, uh, I think leaders especially have got to have a certain strategy to say, especially in tough times, I just am going to go through some of these routines because uh, they've just been tried and tested. Uh, and the first one is just regularly check in with God uh, and and remind yourself that he's still on his throne. And I love uh, the story in Isaiah chapter six, where 
uh, the king has just died. King Uzziah, he, he was a king for over 50 years. Uh, the, the economy has been very prosperous under his reign. He's built up the uh, military. Uh, there's peace. There's prosperity. People have not seen such uh, wealth uh, and uh, economic success since the time of Solomon. And then he dies. And, of course, uh, all this, this leadership, government change is uh, causing all kinds of consternation, worry, fretting, and what's it going to be like? What, uh, is, what does the future hold? And at that time, uh, Isaiah goes to church. And he goes to the temple. And when he gets there, he has a vision, uh, and he sees God upon his throne. And it blows him away. And what's, what I think you, you just have to go back to passages like that on a regular basis, especially in crisis. Go to Isaiah 6 and be reminded that just like in Isaiah's time, God is still on his throne. He has now governments come and go. Presidents come and go every four years. You, ha- you have another election. Uh, even the best presidents or the worst presidents, uh, you know in four years you have a chance to change things up. But, yeah. uh, but when Isaiah goes into the temple, he sees God seated comfortably on his throne where he has been since before the beginning of time. <clears throat> he's never left. And he's just as powerful. He's carrying out his uh, plans and purposes uh, just as he always has. And the, the sight overwhelms Isaiah. I, he, in fact, he, all he can say is, woe is me. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I really want our listeners just to be reminded that uh, when, you, when you've been watching the news for too long and you've seen all the, what the pundits and panels of experts have to say about uh, the world uh, as we live in today, you need to have an Isaiah 6 a vision of God as well. Mm-hmm. And just be reminded that he is on his throne. And when you see, the interesting thing is Isaiah goes to church worried about government, worried about politics, uh, the economy, and so on, taxes, whatever. Once he sees God on his throne, he never mentions those things again. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, once he sees God still on his throne, still carrying out his purposes, just like he always does, he, he realizes as long as God is on his throne, it, it will work out. Uh, things will be okay. God has not forsaken me or my country or his plan, his kingdom. And, uh, and so I just need to, I need to just take a deep breath. And it doesn't, it doesn't minimize the fact that, you know, my wife might have COVID right now or that, uh, I've got to pay to get a roof repaired, but, uh, it just means that in the big scheme of things, God is still in charge. He's not lost control. Um, and we just need to be regularly reminded of that. God is still on his throne. I just have to just periodically just remind myself of that simple fact. God is on his throne. Uh, governments come and go. God is still on his throne and my focus needs to be on God, not on people. The second thing I would say is just take a, a, an eternal view or take a long view. Um, you, you can't just, any single day can be very discouraging. If in the same day you find out that you're going to have to replace the roofs of two houses, <laughs> uh, you, that can, and you're looking at your bank account saying, okay, uh, how is this going to happen? You could, or your wife texts you and says, I just tested positive. And you know you've been hanging around her <laughs> every day around the house uh, before that and uh, so on. 
uh, you can kind of look at that and say, well, what a horrible life I, I'm in right now. Uh, but life is lifelong. It, it, you, you can't measure your life based on a day or a week or a month or even a year. Uh, God, of course, is eternal. And God is a God who uh, a thousand years to him is like a day. Uh, and so he is from before time even began, God existed and was uh, functioning. And so uh, when you look at your life, you have to keep a longer view. Certainly leaders have to do that. When you look at your company, your organization, your church, uh, every everything is going to have tough times. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. But uh, but time passes and times change. And the, the bad news eventually sort of uh, weakens and you start to get some good news popping up and you, you just have to persevere. That's why I guess I've always been a big fan of history because when you, when you have a historic view, you realize um, it's not always bad. The tide goes out, but the tide eventually comes back in historically. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I realized, wow, this is, this, hopefully this is the low ebb today. <laughs> hopefully I've been hit yeah. and slammed with uh, the bulk of the bad news, at least for the time being. Uh, now I just need to kind of wait for some good news to start rolling in. And, um, and of course, when you have an eternal view, that means that there, there will be people that will die of cancer, of COVID, of other things. Um, and hopefully, prayerfully, those people knew Christ. And, uh, and I have to be reminded that uh, even this week, I've heard of some godly uh, people that uh, passed into eternity. And uh, it seems like every week I'm hearing of some people right now that are doing that. Fortunately, most of the people that I've heard of, at least, were believers. And uh, I have no doubt whatsoever that for them, they are having the time of their life uh, right yeah. now. They are experiencing joy. They are, I'm sure, go, th- through their minds, they're thinking, I thought I had a, a, some kind of sense of what heaven would be like, but it is unbelievably beyond what I could have imagined for good. And so I think eventually we'll all be there and we'll all realize looking back on our brief uh, sojourn across this life that we worried and fretted about a whole lot of things that in the big scheme of things we didn't need to worry about. And so I think you have to just always step back and take a longer view. When you feel overwhelmed by your day or your week or your month, it's time to step back and get a bit broader, longer view of what you're going through. Yeah. Uh, a third thing I'd say is just escape, uh, which you may, that may be, uh, foremost on your mind right now, <laughs> but, um, uh, but sometimes you just have to get out from under the, the weight, the pressure of the load that you're carrying. And again, leaders carry an extra load. Uh, and there's times where it's, I think it's perfectly fine to just push aside the, the burden, the load, at least for a temporary escape. And of course, throughout uh, history, sometimes that's, that's come from great literature. Um, you read a classic book. I'll, I'll tell you, when I've, I've had some really heavy loads where I had a lot of writing to do, a lot of um, blogs or books or uh, things I had to, that I, I was needed to, to write, 
and uh, and I feel the load. And a lot of times I'll stay up late, uh, as late as I can, at least till my bedtime, just still trying to crank out work. And you're tired, and then you're you're, you're kind of uh, shuffling off to bed finally. And uh, sometimes I've just found, you know what? At at uh, nine o'clock tonight, I'm going to stop working, and I'm going to pull up a a book by Dickens, uh, or I'm going to just pull up a, a Christian classic and. Uh, and I'm going to just read just for the sheer delight of being swept up into another world, another time, yeah. into someone else's life, and just rest my brain, rest my my thoughts. Uh, maybe watch a classic movie uh, that has stood the test of time, not just some, you know, recent release of Netflix, but uh, something that is uh, that really. Th- addresses noble thoughts, great thoughts, uh, in, inspirational thoughts. Uh, I think this is kind of what the Sabbath is meant to be. Yeah. God built in a, a break time every every week in people's lives. I think God is the designer. He's the, he's the manufacturer of human beings. And he understood that you can't just be going hard uh, seven days a week, 24-7. Uh, we were made to, to take breaks and that doesn't just mean that you don't go into work one day. It means that all of the weight emotionally that you carry, all the, the concerns, the burdens, the load that you carry, uh, as best you can, you at least relieve yourself of that. You just sort of set that aside for at least an hour or two and say, I'm going to just have a Sabbath right now. I'm going to just read scripture. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to have a nap. I'm, I'm going to just, I, there's times I've had to just say, I know I'm going to have to address this issue, but for the next hour, I refuse to think about it. I just, I need to let my brain shut off and, uh, and be swept up into thoughts about God, thoughts just about great literature, uh, another time, um, insights from similar people who went through difficult times themselves and read some of the answers that God gave them, mm. uh, but escape. And so by escaping, I, I don't necessarily mean that you just live in a world that's not real, a make-believe yeah. world or a Pollyanna kind of, well, everything will be fine in the end. Uh, no, you you realize these are serious issues, uh, but, but I'm going to just not put that on the forefront of my thinking for the next hour or two. I'm going to just rest my emotions. And, uh, so, uh, to, to do that. And, uh, and also I think sometimes the fourth thing would be there are times you just need to, to better yourself when you're in the midst of difficult time. Um, stop and think, is there a way perhaps, uh, to, to, to salvage some positive things from this? And, uh, you know, certainly with COVID I've, I've had, I'm up, uh, now I think, um, I think I'm approaching about 60 cancellations of trips and speaking, uh, uh, events I was supposed to go on. Uh, and so some of that's I've done virtually and through zoom and other means, but, uh, uh, some has just been, we'll, we'll just, we're canceling for now. We'll get back to you next year if things once settle down and so on. And so uh, I just made a commitment to say, now I could look at 50 or 60 canceled trips and think, wow, look at all the, uh, the ministry I could have done, the, the, the revenue our ministry could have taken in and so on. Instead, I needed to say, so how can I better myself? And so I've shared on previous podcasts, I've, 
I, I've been running uh, and uh, getting longer distances, losing weight. I've been writing uh, books uh, and, and doing different things to say, how can I salvage this time? Uh, our ministry has uh, online classes that we offer. Uh, we're, we're doing an Experiencing God online class right now. And it's been great to hear from people who said, I've always wanted to take Experiencing God, but I'm just, I, I didn't have time. And uh, I've been, I'm on a, a quarantined at home right now and I, I can't do my normal work and, uh, or I was uh, let go, uh, temporarily for the next few months until things turn around. And so I decided instead of sitting around just complaining about how hard life is, I, I'd, I'd sign up for a class and get engaged in things that get me thinking and stretching and, uh, inspiring. Uh, and, uh, and so sometimes I, even in the midst of a crisis actually is some of the, the best times for you to be growing personally uh, in your faith, in your walk with God. And so uh, I, I, it might even be time, I, I know people during this COVID season that have decided to go back and finish off that degree from college that they never finished. And they've, they're going online and, uh, and, and finishing off a degree, uh, getting some more credits and so on. And um, I, I, I sort of have the tendency to say, this has been tough, no doubt about it, but I want to look back on this time and not just see it all as negative. I want to say, yeah, yeah there's a lot of negative stuff that happened, but I did earn a degree that I didn't have before. I, I, I wrote that book. I, I, I took that class. I, I, finished, I checked some boxes of things I'd always wanted to do, and even though life was really hard in all these ways, look at look what I did accomplish during that same time. Yeah, in times like this, you know, it's easy. You, you, what you don't want to do is get to 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 the end of it, and and life goes back to some kind of normalcy, and now you just have a year, year and a half that, you know, you didn't do anything. Yeah, nothing happened, and and you just sort of paused your life for a year because of yeah. COVID or what have you, and. And so rather than that, pivot and see what can you, what can you do? How can you redeem the time? Probably not like what you thought it was going to be. Right. Obviously, none of us thought 2020 was going to be the way that it was in the beginning. But there have been so many good things that have come from it, like you said. And, yeah. Uh, uh, just because it's it's not what you expected doesn't mean that, that God can't do something uh, during that time. And so let's take a quick break here and uh, we'll wrap up when we come back. Once a quarter, Richard Blackaby gives a conference call devotional for marketplace leaders in partnership with Workforce Ministries. Connect with this call via Zoom or on the telephone. The next call will be held on Wednesday, February 24th at noon Eastern Time. Visit workforceministries.org for the phone number and for the Zoom link. Links will also be in the show notes. So Richard, uh, I love the the this thought that you gave right before the break about redeeming the the time and um, making the the best of it uh, regardless of 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 what you've been given and yeah. you know taking a, an unfortunate situation and and still finding some good in it um, what are perhaps as we as we wrap up uh, a few more and we've got a, a couple more things here yeah to, to give our listeners that that perhaps and uh, when they're in the the rock bottom uh, part, uh, how can they still find hope and, and, and the courage to move on? Yeah, I, you know, I looked at uh, regularly check in with God, see he's on his throne, uh, second, take an eternal or long view, 
third escape sometimes, uh, just find a Sabbath from the load you're carrying. And uh, fourth was uh, just better yourself. Find some ways to redeem the time uh, and seize what good you can. It might not be as good as what you hoped. I, you know, last year I was, I had to cancel a trip. I was going to speak all over South Africa. I was going to be in Thailand. That got canceled. Several other, a lot of, lot of real fun trips. Um, yeah. But I, and I, I wouldn't say that what I did necessarily was just as great, but I did finish off some, uh, overhauled some books. I did speak on Zoom in a number of places uh, that I might not have gone to otherwise. And uh, so it's not, it's, you know, you can either focus on what you didn't do or else you can say, yeah, but I did, this This good did happen. Right. A couple of things I'd say. Fifth thing is just journal. Uh, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of studies that show that if you will just simply, uh, write down your thoughts and your processes as you're going through a difficult time, it's amazing how therapeutic that is, uh, just by writing down what you're fearing, what you're, the load you're carrying, what you're processing, what God is saying to you in the midst of your difficult time. So record your journey. Uh, and there's just something mm-hmm. about committing to writing that makes your mind think through things and perhaps even see some things uh, in the process that you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Um, and so I, I find uh, a particularly take time to write and journal in hard times and put down your questions for God. God, right now, I'm just wondering why you'd let this fine man uh great Christian dad, pastor die of COVID, uh, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Help mm-hmm. me understand. And then maybe God gives you some scriptures and God just gives you an assurance that he's in control and, uh, that that godly man is with him right now, even as you're asking the question and God can assure you the man doesn't want to come back. He can now that he sees what's been waiting for him all this time. So, so journal and uh, write down what you're going through. A sixth thing, and again, I don't mean to make light of this, but but seek to find joy in life, even in your hardest times. Uh, and again, I, that doesn't minimize if you've got some a, a loved one dying of COVID on a ventilator in a hospital somewhere. Obviously, that's a bad thing. But God, God wired the the human being to laugh. Uh, to find humor, sometimes even in in the midst of a battlefield in a in a trench, uh, you can you 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 can sort of survive uh, the the hardship through laughter, through joy, and uh, and so find ways uh, to seize even just a moment of pleasure of of human joy. Um, in your hard times, and uh, w- with uh, with my wife having COVID, and then uh, and then I needed to quarantine as well because I was here with her. Um, we missed our our twin uh, twin grandson's uh, sixth birthday, uh, and so that was that was hard uh, to miss that. But uh, uh, their parents, uh, their dad, brought over a couple of pieces of cake and left it on our front step, and. Uh, <laughs> And we FaceTime with them and blew out candles over FaceTime. I tell you, there's nothing like FaceTiming with grandkids to uh, change your perspective for at least a few moments. Um, You know, finally, uh, thankfully, hockey season has finally begun. Uh, 
at least for the until the first game of the season, my team was undefeated. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, you know, that that may just add. To yeah, I, I, I'm not sure whether that I should put this in the positive column or the negative column yet. It but depends uh, on who you're cheering for. I guess. Uh, but you know, uh, and again, I, I'm not saying that you just become a sports addict, junkie on TV, but. Uh, it's the only sport I really ever watch on TV anymore is my hockey team. And it's something that my wife will watch with me. She's not going to watch football with me or baseball, but uh, she, she will watch my hockey team out of just grace and kindness toward me. But, um, and so we can kind of make it a big deal and, uh, you know, get some food and sit down and get a fire going and just uh, say, here we are, we're both quarantined uh, with with COVID or potential COVID, but uh, let's just let's just sort of immerse ourselves in a game right now and, and just enjoy being together and uh, or let's FaceTime with our grandkids and and check in with them. And, and they're, they're just there are some pleasures in life uh, that you just may need to indulge yourself. You may just need to eat some dark chocolate. I mean, again, you know, this, again, I'm not trying to say chocolate is going to make someone dying of COVID okay. But what it's saying is even in the worst of times, you, there are joys to be had. Yeah. And sometimes you almost feel guilty. Like, how can I have any joy knowing that someone's fighting for their life right now in a hospital yeah. room? But the fact is that you can genuinely care for the suffering and still experience the joy of the Lord at the same time. Yeah. And you only get one life. So if you put your joy in life on hold every time someone's going through a hard time, you're going to end up with a pretty miserable life. And yeah. so uh, find a way um, to do both, to, to genuinely care and empathize with those who are hurting but also to seize whatever joy uh, and, rel and, and relief you can find along the way uh, for yourself as well. Well, and for us, even just uh, we have a little bit of, of land at our house. And so just being able to go out on a sunny day, you know, we were all feeling pretty crummy, but, you know, we're able to walk outside and yeah. see our animals and, and, yeah. and, you know, just... It's a small pleasure, but it's 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 a joy that we were able to find. Yeah, even when you're you know secluded from family and friends, and, and that sometimes you know just watching birds out uh, side your window, watching yeah. the sun come up. There there are these universal pleasures of nature that uh, uh, you you can see. You can just find a calm and a peace from that sometimes uh, that ministers to your soul, even in the midst of difficult times. Um, a seventh thing would just be pray. Uh, and that really shouldn't be seventh. It should probably be first. But uh, uh, prayer is a way to take the burdens you carry and leave them with God. I, mm. My wife, one of her favorite verses is First Peter 5, 7. Peter says, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. And yeah. uh, great, great verse. And the idea is... You're carrying the care right now. You're carrying the burden, the the worry, the anxiety. But you but you have the opportunity, the choice to cast all those burdens on him and let him carry them for you instead. And so the weight's not on you anymore. It, it doesn't mean you don't have those, those those cares, those concerns aren't real. It's just that God says, "Let me carry the emotional load of those cares for you." Yeah. And but but you have to decide to do that. You if you if you choose to, you can carry the burden yourself and wear yourself out, or you can say, "I'm just I can't carry this anymore. I 
I, I just feel so bad for so many people. Uh, I had to lay off a bunch of people at my organization. I can't, I, I know they're in financial distress. I, I know that they've got loved ones who are sick. Uh, and I can just be just eaten up inside with all the load I'm carrying. Or I can, in prayer, I can cast those cares onto him and say, God, please carry this for me. It doesn't minimize it. It doesn't mean that I don't care. It means I care so much. I can't even carry the load. I've got to have God help do it mm-hmm. for me. Um, and then an eighth thing, um, and and maybe this will be uh, the last one, is just uh, seek to encourage others. When you are uh, particularly just overwhelmed with the load that you're carrying, you know, like for me, I had uh, two houses that both were leaking through the roof and needed repairs. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know what, that's a, that's a first world problem when you've got, when you own two houses, well, the bank owns two houses. I make payments on two houses, but, um, but there's a whole lot of people out there who would not feel the least bit sorry for me that I had to repair two houses that were in my name at least. And, uh, uh, and and so I found sometimes, and I'll tell you what, Facebook has a lot of its uh, downsides, but uh, but one thing when you go on Facebook these days, you stay up with how many people you know are fighting with COVID right now, with cancer. And I, I'll just tell you one thing I've tried to do as best I can. When I see someone, and I may not even necessarily know them, I've got friends and followers that I don't necessarily know personally, but when I see someone that says, pray for my dad, he's on a ventilator right now. They're saying he may never come off. Uh, Pray for my mom. She's stage four cancer and and so on. Um, As much as as I can, I'll try to just write a comment and just say, hey, and and honestly, just take a moment and pray. Just say, I prayed for your mother just now. I just wanted you to know. Um, And try to just intentionally actively encourage other people who are going through difficult times. And I'll tell you what, it, it does help put things in perspective. Uh, you know, my wife is just recovering from COVID. You're recovering from it now. Uh, and you had it worse than uh, my wife did, but, uh, but, but we know a lot of people who had a lot worse than both, all of you guys. And to say, um, yeah, I never had to go to the hospital. You know, I, I, we had a couple of rough days, but, um, but boy, it doesn't take long to see people who had it much worse. And and so I find somehow by just encouraging others, uh, even when you're sick, even when you feel terrible, you've got COVID yourself. And then you see someone else whose uh, parents are both in the hospital right now with COVID. And you, yeah. and you think, well, let me encourage them and just pray for them and try to give them some hope and, and positive words and prayers. Uh, it helps you with your load and it helps pers- so much of, of dealing with adversity is perspective. And so when you have encouraged others with their load, it's amazing how your perspective changes as well. And so certainly uh, you, you, if you're looking for that, you could, every solitary day, you can find people right now that you could encourage that uh, are facing financial issues, health issues, uh, questions about the future, trying to you know, move on in their career, whatever else. So, uh, before maybe after you hear this podcast, uh, let me encourage you before this day is done, 
uh, find someone just to, to send a positive word to of encouragement. And uh, you'll be surprised how much better it makes you feel yeah. about what you're going through as well. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. And it's, it's certainly an encouraging word uh, in these definitely trying times. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackv.org.